I'm Amy. I'm Julie. I'm Tanya. I'm B. And it's time to pucker up. So as you've heard, we do have a couple of special guests today. We have Tanya back with us. Woo. Yay! <laughs> Live and in color in the United States. And we also have B. Hi. B and Danya are both with us from the prestigious Russian machine Never Breaks. Danya was with us for our, as our very first guest host. Oh my God, I was. Wasn't you I? were <laughs> back at the beginning of the eighteen nineteen season. Yeah. And B, tell us how you got into hockey, how you uh, became a Caps fan, and how you came to write for Russian Machine. Cool beans. So I got into hockey because I got into OMG Check Please, the webcomic. And from there, it was a short trip to the top of the rabbit hole where I was watching like hockey bloopers on YouTube. And then I went to like best moments of hockey and then like Sidney Crosby puck protection. And then I became a hockey fan. Short drop and a sudden stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was a Pens fan primarily. Oh my gosh, nobody who listens to this is going to like me now. Oh, um, we've got some Pens fans. Oh, do we? Yeah, the Saucy Rockets. Mary from Saucy Rockets. Oh. <laughs> Singular. Pens fan. <laughs> who knows? We may have more. I doubt it. Hello, ex-friend. <laughs> um, no, so that's kind of how I got started in hockey, and I was primarily a Pens fan, but I am a grad student researcher at heart, um, and soon watched like, all documentaries about hockey, and then I got the Epics miniseries and became a Caps fan because they were so much more interesting than the 2010 Penguins and then the 2014 Chicago Blackhawks, and just, I, you know, fell in love with Obi and the personality of the team. Uh, so that's how we came to Caps. The Tom Wilson and the Michael La- Michael Latta of it all. Yeah. Oh God, yes, all the ketchup. The fanciest Dijon ketchups. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not that fancy. Obi's, Obi's feathered and lethal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which we all still say that Obi's mm-hmm. feathered and lethal. Oh yeah, because he, he is. He is. It's true. Mm. So, how did you come to be one of our very favorite Russian machine writers, providing the greatest in hug content? (laughs) Let's see. So, I left my full-time job last summer to, for a couple of reasons, and part of that was to write more and to um, write full-time, and Russian Machine posted that they were looking for a new writer, and I reached out, and actually Danya sort of helped connect me with people and, and talk me through that process. But I had been really active on Twitter for a while and gotten the scoop on Russian Machine a couple times finding content that, you know, Ian then messaged like, where is this from? So I think that was the, the grad student research skills of yep. watching everything. So yeah, I started last August. It's been a blast. I love it. I love what I've gotten to write. I've uh, gotten to meet great people and Talk to them on Twitter, learn some stories, and write about people. Yeah, it's been great. I think you got the full Russian machine experience because we all went for dinner last night. Yes. <laughs> I got to meet so many people who I've just met on the internet. Yeah. So a load of the writers from Russian Machine, we all went for dinner last night because we realized quite a few of us were free and in the area and so tried to like strong arm Ian and Peter into coming out. <laughs> Because what you have to know about Peter and Ian is that uh, they're very much content to be basement bloggers. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to be nicer than that, but then it's true. But also very, very busy. I think is the ways 
there's always something that they're doing. Yeah, well, because we had TJ Yoshi on, the Brower Rangers, Knubel's Knights, and uh, (laughs) they were like, well, we had to get rid of our season tickets because we have kids, and Ian spends all his time with his kid. Yeah. It's basement blogging, day job, child. Yeah. Yep. And that's all your time. Yeah, pretty so they, much. So they did both show up at the dinner, but Peter showed up and then had to leave, and then 15 minutes later, Ian showed up. <laughs> sure. So my question is not, like, has anyone ever seen them in the same place, and are they the same person? My question is, which one of them is Bruce Wayne, and which one's Batman? Ooh. I have seen them in the same place at the same time. But have you though? <laughs> I have at yeah. the party at the ping pong com- uh, comet ping pong party. How much had you had to drink before you saw? Both oh, of Amy them? doesn't drink. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I rarely drink. It's not that I don't. It's true. Um, <laughs> Half a strawberry in my fridge begs to differ. Um, hey, I did a peppermint bark shot. That's true. We had uh, we had planned to have a live streamed watch party for the Tampa Bay game on Saturday. However, Danya was stuck in customs at <laughs> Dulles International Airport for two hours. Meaning that we did not I, who run all the electronic equipment, did not get back to my house until well after the game had started. So and then I was like, look, I'm gonna house this crush a sando. Yeah. <laughs> as as uh, Jonesy and Riley would say. And we're going to watch this game. And uh, Tampa Bay had already scored twice when we walked into the house. Mm. And uh, it was not the Caps' best showing. I mean, I think I disagree with that. I mean, it was well played. And every oh, well, goal Tampa Bay scored yeah, was... You guys showed up, then they started playing better. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But they scored twice. I also meant for what I saw when I was awake. Yeah, Danya yeah. fell, Danya fell asleep, yeah. and well, 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 covered by your eyelids. To be yeah. fair, that was two empty net goals, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. the the final scoreline just is not that you would know. You were asleep. I oh, who woke me up by screaming? Oh yeah, we scored? scored the second goal, and everybody in the living room just starts screaming, and Danya's like. I've never oh seen someone sit up from dead ass asleep <laughs> so fast. Like, Danya's slumped over on the couch, and there are maybe photographic evidence of this on Twitter. It's super cute. Because um, she fell asleep, like, was sleep petting my pug. Yeah. And um, just straight up, just from slumped over asleep to sitting straight up. Like, what happened? Oh, he scored! <laughs> and, um, so... Anyway, we did not get to live stream. We did, uh, how, well, no, we just, we just didn't get the we chance did, to do it. We did have a, a nice video action shots of Andre. My poor Roomba, who's dumb as a fucking rock. And, um, <laughs> but we, but no, the whole point was that we had done, all did shots, except for Danya. <laughs> yeah, because I was pretty sure it would not be out. <laughs> Look, man, it could not have knocked you out because you were not awake. <laughs> so we have a couple of items under our general news heading. I don't want to talk about Morgan Riley, but I feel like we got to talk about Morgan Riley. Yeah, I think enough to say there's there's no place for homophobic slurs anywhere. I think that basically what. Morgan Riley and Kyle Dubas had to say about this entire situation 
is exactly what should have been said. Mm-hmm. I think the other problem with this whole situation, outside of what was said, if in fact it was said, and I think it was, mm-hmm. is the people, I think maybe in this case on Reddit and or Twitter, who are very quick not to say this was the thing that was said, but this was the thing that Morgan Riley said. Yeah. And immediately put him in that position rather than saying, I mean, it's it's still great to call it out, yeah. but in the future say, this is a thing that was said. I wonder who may have said it. It looks like X. I mean, it's and even, even better than saying, Morgan Riley did this. Yeah, and we said, I mean, and even we I went know, along we with that, and we said, too. look, Mar- Morgan Riley's canceled. Yeah. Like, and we were gonna, if he had said it, we were stuck to that. And then we, and, but the point is, it doesn't matter who said it. Right. And that was the point we kept trying to make is it doesn't matter who said it. It matters that it was said. And even the NHL, like, official statement when it came out for saying, like, Morgan Riley didn't say it. Yeah. And it actually was even more, like, specifically vague. It was Morgan Riley did not say it to the specific referee. Yeah. Right. And that's the entirety of what they release about their investigation findings. And yeah. it was really interesting because people kept commenting our post saying, well, he's here's this statement from the NHL saying Morgan Riley did not say this thing to Brad Meyer. That doesn't like, matter. Well, that's great. He said, and then they would say, he said, rag it, which means blah, 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 blah. Well, no, because that's a fan theory by a Leafs fan who assumes that's what they heard versus what other people heard. And it's that Yanni versus Laurel thing yeah. all over again. You're going to hear what you're going to hear. What was actually said is not definitive and has not been stated. Right. We don't know what was said. We don't know that it was ragged. We know what all four people in this room heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I and know, I think I, for me, there's some. I I think it m- may have been with the Leafs that Flintor on Twitter, his very long thread about it. I think when you're in a space that big and your microphone is that far away, it's very possible that it it wasn't yeah. that particular F word. I think it's more likely that it was that particular F word. Yeah, but I well, I, I think, my I think, whole theory about the ragged thing though. I, that sound, like, ling- as a person with an English degree who has taken linguistics, linguistically, I guarantee you that evolved from someone who used the slur <laughs> and then had to cover it up. And I'm not even necessarily saying that it was ragged, but I, I think it could have been two players saying something that overlapped oddly or someone from the crowd yelling. I mean, like, and it could have been someone from the crowd who dropped yelled, the slur. Yeah. Well, yeah. and or what's, a different what's a shame knows. is, to your point about the investigation, because the starting point was Morgan Riley said X to Raph, the investigation was, did Morgan Riley say X mm-hmm. to Raph? Not what was said. Right. And who said it. Right. So the investigation concludes Morgan Riley did not say this thing to this referee. Mm-hmm. Not that it wasn't said. Right. But people are using it to say, okay, well, it wasn't said. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and that's not, no, that's not, that's... The whole point we needed to take away from this is that this is a thing that's said. Please look at how it affects people 
and Mm -hmm. subsequently take action to make sure that it is not being said. Yeah. So the worst thing for me was, yeah, okay, the actual situation of what was said, what wasn't said was awful. Like, just in general, for, like, a player who I've always had a pretty big fondness for Morgan Riley. I like Morgan Riley. I like him a lot. Um, And particularly because he's been involved a lot in the LGBT community. He does a lot of stuff with Pride. He does a lot of stuff with Mm -hmm. charities. So it was kind of one of those things where, like, you're walking it back, like, oh my god, if it, if someone who positions themselves... It would be like if Brayden Holtby did it. Yeah, it would be like if Brayden Holtby did it, because they've positioned themselves as such a strong ally that when that's walked back in such a huge way, it's such a huge betrayal. Mm -hmm. And it hurts. But even beyond that, it was just the general sort of atmosphere around it the way that people reacted to it right and it's like when we talked to fatu last time the way people white people reacted to people being upset that the caps basically got rid of all their players of color people are not understanding the reaction that we as queer hockey fans have to that being said and that being said by a player potentially being said by a player that we enjoy but even when we get to the point of like he didn't say it great brilliant cool however someone did however even beyond that people in the community in the hockey fandom community Think it's fine and it gets said all the time. Mm -hmm. Their argument being, well, it's just hockey. How many people did you see say, oh, well, you're soft for being upset that it was said? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's not because, I mean, we just went to the Stonewall exhibit at the museum. And spent the whole time, I spent the whole, I started crying the second we walked in. Um, I don't know if you guys did, but. I was in bits, pretty much like trying not to be. Except for that part where um, we saw the video of Anita Bryant saying people could become ex-homosexuals, like someone could become become an ex-murderer. And and I turned to to Melanie and Donnie and I go, wait. (laughs) And we're walking out and I'm like, okay, so what kind of necromancy is Anita Bryant involved in? Because I need to know. Anyway, as a a side note, um, the Stonewall exhibit at the museum is through December and it's really awesome and you should go. Yeah. But it also shows the power of words. Yeah. And how they can empower people who will escalate to more physical means, will escalate to being like, like creating legislation that then systematically get, takes away the rights of people who are queer. And it's, it's this sort of insidious, sort of very, very grassroots, like, bottom line stuff that it's just like within your community within your sport within very small like niche fandoms where it starts and if it becomes commonplace it passes up and it passes up and it passes up and it makes it more powerful right until you get to the point where where you have donald trump as president and suddenly it's fine to be a white supremacist yeah and you're taking away people's rights because that's how it grows these people in these communities watching hockey aren't all just going to be hockey players. Right. It starts there. These people will go on to go into many positions in the community. And if we don't start teaching tolerance and protection and equality at these sorts of levels, then we're going to get into situations where people get into positions of power and they will take away those rights. It's not just words. 
Mm. And that's the point where I was at where I'm like, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Because people don't get, oh, well, uh, it's it's just common and hot. Like, it doesn't, it shouldn't be. Yeah. And we shouldn't be saying that's just part of hockey because no. it's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I was much more upset by the reactions that I saw from from fans and from people who more on Facebook than on Twitter, which I thought was interesting. It was always that doesn't yeah. surprise me. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was it was sort of night and day between the reaction to the Russian machine piece specifically. Yeah. The comments um, on the piece that you wrote the on the actual post itself they were pretty good because it was a, like there was more space for them to write longer comments and it was well reasoned and well thought out the twitter reaction was okay bar maybe one or two people the facebook comments were like a yeah. disaster we had I, a couple of us had to learn how to moderate yeah, <laughs> jesus um, christ um that doesn't surprise me about facebook though we're talking about like not just we left the ones that had discussion where people could talk back and forth mm-hmm. um but it was the ones that were like comparing people to nazis and comparing people what was the other one? Oh, someone used um pussy and we were like not nah. No, so can't use that as a bad word it's no it was it was mostly just we're not using gender mm-hmm. slurs yeah, we're not using. We're know, not gender out slurs here as like... to violate. What's this? What's the law? Obscenity? No, because it's comparing people to Nazis. You said comparing people to Nazis. Oh yeah. It... Oh, there is a, a number for that one. It's not there? a number. It's somebody's name. Oh um. Shit. Godwin. It's Godwin's yes. law. All I could think of was Snacky's law, <laughs> and Snacky's law is comparing the arguer to the mean girls in high school. It's a corollary to Godwin's law. <laughs> <laughs> From the old fandom days. But, so, it was the reaction from people who said it doesn't matter, um, or that, like, I didn't realize there were that many people who thought that a player yelling that publicly in an arena doesn't matter. And then, so second... They're uh, straight and cisgender, so it doesn't matter to them. Yep. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yep. I can tell you exactly why they think that. They've never had it yelled at them pejoratively. Yes, and I mean there are a lot of cis straight people who are on the right side well, of yeah, this too. But I didn't realize I... <laughs> the percentage of people who yeah. piled on in comments and felt comfortable doing it on, you know, Facebook where it's their real face and name. Um or that people focused way more on the impact that it may have that twelve hours may have had on Morgan Riley than they did about the entire queer community. Because um, Morgan Riley was like, I'm sorry to the queer community. Yep. Like, even Morgan Riley was like, this is not about my rep. Yeah. And I think the Leafs handled it beautifully. The Leafs were great. Yep. Yeah. So that that part was a, a great silver lining and learning more about Morgan Riley's work with the LGBT community, that he yeah. approached Dubis and the organization to try and get them to march in the Toronto Pride Parade. Like, that also not only, like, re- you know, he's not canceled, but also, like, I like him even more now, dang it. Yeah. I don't need another team. Yeah, the whole press, <laughs> yeah, the whole, the whole press conference with him and Dubas was mm-hmm. just pitch that, perfect. Dubas is good. Yeah, Dubas is a good man, and I should stop finding him as hot as he is, but this didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't. No. Do you also think Steve Dangle is hot? When he wears the glasses and does yeah. the Dubas impression. 
And it's got like when his hair. Nah, never mind. Do I have to put money in the dangle jar for that? I don't know. Yes, you do. <laughs> you brought us Steve Dangle. You know, Where's the dangle jar? We had to, we had to make one. a dangle jar because every single for more once, than once episode, Amy brings up Steve Dangle. I, by the way, have you ever seen Steve with his shirt off? There have been pictures of Steve with his shirt off. Did no. Did change your mind? Steve, we love you. We're sorry we're objectifying you. <laughs> I may not just be the Kyle Dubas glasses. <laughs> Steve's been playing hockey. He's ripped now. Oh, that's true. I don't know. I have a well, bone right. to pick with him at the moment. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? I don't know if that's too off topic. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. We'll talk about Steve. We love Steve. <laughs> I, we Steve, love him. Money in the dangle jar. All his videos, including some of his old ones where he talks about Ovi and the records he's breaking. Oh, my God. I love those Shell, During the lockout, um, he did commentary for um, Dynamo. Anyway, so Dangle did a great thing where he reached out on Twitter um, about accessibility for his videos on YouTube, asking about closed captioning, would it be helpful for people, or is the YouTube automatic one good enough? And everyone was like, no, the YouTube automatic... Auto-generated subtitles are terrible, especially with as much as Steve yells. Yeah. Like hockey names, <laughs> and as fast he as he goes. No idea what hockey names are, and he's he opened it up um, for people to put their own subtitles in. So people have been adding captions to his videos, which is great for people who are hard of hearing or for whatever reason process better with captions on. And my question for Steve is. What is he doing for the people who have subtitled his videos and are continuing to do it and who are doing it for the Steve Dangle podcast? Because it's, it's still labor. It's work. And you should recognize that there is value in it. And probably it's going to be women who are volunteering to do this and are doing it for free. Do they get a Pango Pizza coupon? Do they get a <laughs> shout-out by username? I think you need to do something to recognize their work. So just, Steve, FYI, <laughs> I think that you owe it to those people to recognize the work that they do. I think you should bring it up to him. Yeah. Yeah. Next time he asks I for questions. I think very open. Yeah. yeah. Next time He's he asks really for LFR questions, himself. definitely. Steve, I'm coming. Do the Leafs play today? Nicely. Uh, I think so. Um, yeah. I just, did notice, speaking of the, the disabled and stuff, I noticed probably earlier this season, like not the beginning of the season, but at the end where he says thank you, he signs thank yep. you now. Yeah. Yep. I love it. Steve is a good egg. Yeah. I like Steve Dangle. So now for something completely different. <laughs> Amy, I went to Wells Fargo Center. For a Flyers-Caps game. Home of the gritty. And you gritty made it back. in there somewhere. <laughs> so glad you didn't die. Yeah. I was going to well, say, you made it back I had, alive. I had Congratulations. Backup. I had backup. I could Amy did go with, with a Flyers fan. I did go with a Flyers so, fan. But you wore your Wilson jersey. Right? No, no, Amy no, does not have a else. Wilson jersey. I did not have a Wilson jersey. Mm. I did yell about Tom Wilson, though. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I did some arts and crafts. I wore my, well, first of all, I wore my Russian Machine Flying Battery t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It actually went over better with Flyers fans than I thought it would. Like, the Flyers fans are like, oh, that's really funny. And I'm like, oh, that's not the point. Flyers fans, I think, on the whole, have more fun than Penguins fans. Oh, they yeah. So when, so, do. so when Penguins see the dead Gwen and they start to celebrate and then they realize what it is, they're like, Argh. They're heartbroken. But yeah. Flyers fans maybe are a little more willing to have fun with themselves because they know their history. Yeah, they do. Penguins fans are just uptight. But sometimes the Flyers fans, they they hate the team and other teams more than... (laughs) (laughs) Nobody hates the Flyers more more than than the Flyers Flyers hate themselves. Yeah. 
That sounds about right. Yeah. So, I, and I made some arts and crafts because I wanted to try to attract Brittany to me. But they wouldn't let me in with my sign because apparently the rule... Amy's a fucking furry. <laughs> hey, well, we don't furry shame on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we do! Apparently the rules of Wells Fargo are supposed to be the rules everywhere. Uh, Y'all have been to Capital One. The rule at Wells Fargo was, here's the size bag you can bring into the arena. Your sign can't be bigger than the bag. So huh. I tried to negotiate with the woman, and I was like, what if I folded my sign so that it fit the size of the bag? Well, you could cut it. But no, that's not the point. So you well, cut it and bring tape and make it that big when yeah. you I mean, I could have, but that would have been a whole extra project. You know what's really funny? The whole bag size thing is really inconsistent. Because, you, I mean... I was not well searched when I went to the Farg last year. Jersey pretty much doesn't give a shit about your bag size. Mm -hmm. I've never been hassled about my bag size in New Jersey. Capital One jams. <laughs> Do you know why? What? Everything is legal in New Jersey. <laughs> 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 Capital One will crawl up my ass about my bag size. Mm, and I'm like, true. motherfucker, you let fucking Penn's Knitting Lady in here with Is three big old shopping bags full of shit. And you're going to get, I have literally said that to them. Like, so you're going to let Nid Penn's Knitting Lady in here with the with her big ass bag, but you're going to give me shit for my purse? <laughs> Seriously? I get so mad. And every and all I can think about is Penn's Knitting I hate her. <laughs> so I was, we had... I really hate her husband, though. He's a bag of assholes on Twitter. Yeah, he is. Well, when your handle is pens are your daddy. Uh, um, I have him blocked. I have her blocked, too. But. Well, I, I just know what it is. So we had decent seats. Yeah, you we, did. We, you um, were uh, not that far from Nastia. Oh, really? I figured out, yeah. Because wow. she filmed Gritty as well, and I was like, oh, that's not that far from where Amy's sitting. Huh. Because I was trying to see if I could see you, like, in the background of where she was filming Gritty. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't know. But yeah, we were behind the, the lower bowl, about 20 rows up on the corner. Nice. And it was their St. Patrick's Day night. Gritty wore a little green plastic hat on top of his helmet and in green suspenders. And let's see. So there were goals scored by Brett Connolly. At one point, my cousin said, that fucker scores a hat trick. I'm leaving. <laughs> And I'm like, dude, you're my ride. <laughs> and then Tom Wilson scored. And I did not stand up, but I sat in my chair and said, that's 20 goal scorer Tom Wilson! Very loudly. And, and I said, and I said to you, I said, it's a goddamn miracle you were not killed. Mm -hmm. By my cousin. Yeah, I said, well, yeah, no, that's what I said. By, I was very specific about how I was like, uh, Amy? <laughs> And then they announced the goal and then put on the big board a picture of Tommy and goals 20. I said, that's right. I said a 20 goal scorer, Tom Wilson. If Brett had gotten the hat trick, it would have been his 20th, too. I know. God, yeah, he's yeah, a what, fourth that. leading goal scorer on the team, Connor? Or fit, maybe There's fifth? There's like... Um, there are four 20 plus now. There are. There's, I think it's something like with the amount of games left, I think there's between seven to nine players who could still hit 20 goals. On the That's regular insane. season for the Caps. Our hockey team is like really. I know I say our hockey team sucks a lot because I feel that way, but it's not true. No, not all the time. 
I mean, they'll lay an egg every now and again. Uh, just. Yeah. They could do that tonight. You know they love to play shitty against shitty teams. Silence. They won't do that while I'm there in front of me. <laughs> I will bring a salad. The last... They would not do that in front of myself. The last time we went to New Jersey as a large group, uh... It was it a was six nothing game. Yes. Was it? Was it? Maybe seven nothing. Seven nothing. Yeah. Poor Phoenix Copley. Yeah. Oh. Who God. probably oh, is going to be in goal tonight? Yeah, yeah because they. It's a back to back with Tampa tomorrow. Oh yeah, my boyfriend better play Copper. tomorrow. Um, Do you know, I don't think I've seen Copley play live in person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Well, you're gonna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Copley. Is a bear. No, because when I went to see the Bears play, it we had uh, Samsonov Sam- the opening night game. Yeah, and, and then the other time it was um, Vanacek. Ben- oh, all right. Yeah, my best Czech goalie son. So yes, it was a it was a lovely trip to Wells Fargo. I I crossed another arena off of my list, and there was a very nice family sitting behind us who were Flyers fans. One of the little boys actually told us that he was a Crosby fan. And his father was not very happy to talk about that. <laughs> but as we were leaving... Neither was anyone else sitting anywhere near him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I understand your child. It's a... <laughs> and as we were leaving, he tapped me on the shoulder. He said, hey, it was really fun with, with you here. He said, I really wanted to not like you, but you grew on me. <laughs> oh, like the little oh. kid did? No, the dad. The dad. That's lovely. That's really cute. So. See, we can all have fun together. Because you know what? Except for when we're playing the Flyers. Right now, we're all, like, toward the end of the season, we're all Flyers fans. I mean... There's nothing we want more than for the Flyers to maybe keep Pittsburgh. I know we were, and then in the playoffs, we're like, yeah, Flyers! <laughs> we were in the fucking Green Turtle screaming at Claude Giroux. Yeah. Screaming. And I'm wearing a fucking... Oh, who was flipping out hat tricks at the end of last season? He like, was. Oh yeah, he yeah. was. He's I like, was oh, so Ross Trophy. Might as well go for that. <laughs> yeah, he was so mad that they took his goal away in the Pens game the other night. Oh, did you hear that the Pens got rid of their stadium series equipment? Oh, did they really? <laughs> because they think it's cursed. Because they blew, <laughs> they blew a couple leads and lost a couple games in that. It, Incredible. Yeah, there's a picture on Twitter from their equipment manager this morning. Incredible. That's amazing. The Flyers didn't chase a goalie. They chased their entire <laughs> Yeah, now I just remember beautiful. running, literally running, in the Green Turtle, in the bar, mm. hammered, fucking hammered, wearing a Taylor Hall jersey, because it was the last game of the season for us. Against the Devils. Against the Devils. And I'm like, yeah, close room! <laughs> He's my favorite non-caps player. And it's mostly because of his dogs. Such a good dogs. What did I say at dinner last night? He's now going to have a tiny ginger baby to go with his tiny ginger dogs. It's like so exciting. God, I hope that baby's ginger. Yeah, the baby. The universe will not be satisfied if that baby is not ginger. Weirdly, I'm okay with the gingers on the flyers. I still feel betrayed by Backstrom's ginger beard from the playoffs. Like, when they got to the third round, and I was like, wait, it's like really ginger. So it's koozies. 
less so for Kuzi. But it doesn't surprise me because his daughter is ginger as fuck, too. I know, right? I should have expected it, but instead I felt betrayed. And it's not even the fact that it was ginger, it's that it felt like a lie. (laughs) (laughs) You know, most of that blonde hair is highlights, right? That bitch getting his hair highlighted. I don't think he, because he only gets his hair cut by his guy in Sweden. And Liza. Mm. <laughs> Which that. he should maybe stop, because his hair is terrible. I miss his old hair. I, that, love, I mean, I love a little tenderly curl. That but. bitch bleaches. I'm thinking. Mm. I don't know. I'll have to study it more. A more white than blonde. <laughs> RMMB investigates. <laughs> I'm still so proud of when I figured out where Obi got his the other front tooth cracked during last playoffs. Like I think that might be my best RMMB. Look, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. My favorite RMMB investigates was always uh, Zach Sanford's nipple rings. Oh yeah. Every time, because I live in St. Louis, every time I see him now, that's it's just all. Like, the, it's just my, I'm like, I wonder if you have nipple piercings. Like I just want to. <laughs> yeah, no. Ask him. If a, you know me, if I saw him, I'd ask him. Amy is the queen of asking inappropriate questions. Super inappropriate <laughs> questions. Um, so, Sorry. it's time for our favorite, very favorite segment. Uh, what's the message, Gary? Mm-hmm. There are a few this week. I don't think I have all of them written down. Well, you have the most important one, I think, for me. But we'll Kreider? No, Kreider, yeah. Kreider. So, uh, Chris Kreider lays this hit on Elias Patterson. And it would have been fine if it was just a hit. But he spins around and elbows the kid in the face. And the problem here... Yeah, like... Mm. So first of all, he only gets fined $5,000 for it. Which is, like, why fine anyone? Um, And people are like... The tweet that we saw, and we... I tweeted extensively about this. Because someone said, you can't let someone hit a star player that way. Well, you can't let someone hit any player that way. Yeah. And we've talked a lot about how we think that punishment is kind of doled out on the basis of a scale of, or a, or a line of, is your player above this level of, ta- uh, threshold, this threshold of talent or this threshold of marketability or below this threshold of talent or this threshold of marketability. And this idiot has the nerve to say Chris Kreider doesn't sell tickets. Chris Kreider, one of the few actual names left on the New York Rangers, doesn't sell tickets. Although I saw someone else say Austin Matthews doesn't sell tickets earlier this week, so apparently the hockey men don't know shit about shit. Wasn't that a member of the Leafs press that said that? I have no fucking clue. It was like, it was somebody, it was somebody... Imagine it was a trusted hockey man. <laughs> like if you're talking about the Toronto market, like, yes, if Austin Matthews wasn't there, they would still sell out all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. But when the Leafs go elsewhere, people want to see Matthews. I, not living in the GTA, not a Leafs fan, have one Toronto Maple Leafs t-shirt. I have an Austin Matthews jersey. So, does Austin Matthews sell tickets? He sells t-shirts. <laughs> I mean, only because they didn't have a Nylander one, I, or I'd have two. I um, I have like a Funko Pop problem. I have the Austin one. Yeah, so I got the Austin one, and then Lindsay got me a Mitch Marner to go with him. Aww. Um, but I got the um, the like exclusive one that they did at one of the Canadian conventions. 
I managed to get that one shipped to someone and they shipped it on to me. But yeah, I bought an Austin Matthews Funko Pop because it's Austin freaking Matthews. I got I got my Austin I got my Austin for Christmas. Um, Maggie got me Austin for Christmas and then someone else got me um Vladimir Tarasenko. And I should point oh, out that like I only own the Capitals ones outside of my Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews. I don't own any of the other Funko Pops. Like, I specifically went out of my way to get the Austin Matthews one. I need to get the TJ Oshie. Oh, the TJ Oshie one's really cute. Um, I I have I have three different Capitals ones. I have two OVs. Same. Because I have a white one and a red one. Yep, same. And then I have a Holtby. Yeah. And I have a tiny Stanley Cup for them. Oh. Wait, where did you get the tiny Stanley? I need a tiny Stanley Cup. At the, me. it's a little paperweight. It's, I got it from, um, I got it from the Capital One Arena store. Ooh, I'm gonna Medler. go buy me some stuff. No, not at Medler. The Capital uh, One Arena one. store. Okay. At the beginning of the season, though, I don't know if it's still there. Um, no, that, they're gonna sell stuff with the Stanley Cup on until like to the end of time. Yeah, and then I have a Jamie Ben, and I have a shocked a Vova <laughs> and uh, Austin. Yeah, I have a Braden Holby. I might, I might, I might start a collection. Oh yeah, her sister Amy. Amy finally got her first Funko Pop. It's a slippery slope. And I'm telling you, I, I've her sister got her one. the Braden Holby one. I don't yeah. have any Funko Pops. The only sort of bobblehead type things I have are from what's that company? Oh the, the one that made like the koozie that actually bobbles. Flaps, and, yeah, that flaps his like, arms. Yeah, it does the Yeah. I have which we like got through a Russian machine thing and I'm I'm still like trying to figure out how to form an emotional connection with them. But also, I kind of don't want to because then I'm gonna be looking yeah. at. Oh, my first, fu- my first Funko Pop was a Freddy Krueger. Shocker! Yeah. To any of you who know me, yeah, <laughs> who had to be in Target with me when I bought a Freddy Krueger action figure the other day, literally Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was Sunday. It, Stop yeah. judging me. Don't I'm look at me like that. Look, I was, I was telling Danya, I was putting up bobbleheads last night and doing all my unpacking. I found my. Hope Beast action figure from however many seasons ago that was, where he had like the, the well, they weren't really furry, but they made to look like furry hands and feet. Oh, my God, oh the Hope Beast one? Yes. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, Kreider only gets 5k for this elbow, which was totally unnecessary and a little yeah. bit fucked up, guys. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, the other one, like, I also have the Mika Zibanejad one where he boarded um, Faxa and had a five-minute boarding penalty and a ten-minute misconduct. Like, he got kicked out of the game and player safety didn't even look okay. at it. Which I don't think is right. I think if you get kicked out of the game, player safety should be looking at it, especially for, like, a boarding call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They look at everything, right? It's just mm-hmm. a matter of whether it depends. they then... No. Or I thought they look at every hit. Or like no, every they look at every... Like, Ill- anything that's, like, an illegal check to the head, they look at. So there is something that they look at automatically, right. but it's not everything. Okay. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was anything that resulted in a misconduct. But apparently not. Because he had no hearing for this. And he should have. Because it was a real bad It was... Yeah, I mean, Fox I out... Foxo was fortunately fine because Dallas. And that's is, part of why they didn't look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Foxa came back out and kept playing, but fortunately, uh, Foxa was not hurt because uh, Dallas has got a little bit of a, a little bit of an injury plague, and uh, like some of the other teams in the league. Because mm-hmm. remember how we were gonna go up to uh, uh, Jersey to see them play Boston, and now maybe we're probably not. 
I was saying about that. I was telling for you. I was. I wanted to see my hockey boyfriend, and it didn't work out. I know. I was telling Peter all about it yesterday. We were all bummed with and for you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. All I wanted to see was JoJo. Mm-hmm. Marcus. Marcus. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, but no, I agree with what you said about the threshold or like you've what noticed were. this, right? Yeah. I mean, the fact that Malkin had his first suspension very recently. Oh, yeah. So I, I think it's both related to the profile, whether that is like skill or marketability of the player who commits the penalty and then the player against whom the penalty is committed. It's definitely a function of both. Yeah, which it shouldn't be um, on either case. Like it, no, it should be... It to an, another person or player, it should be treated the same. It's yeah. not, and I think that's part of it. And then I think, again, like you just said, part of it is whether the other player got injured. And that like, shouldn't have bearing on it either, because that depends on... You know, it very much depends on, like, so I don't know, like, how tall or heavy Radek Foxa is, but depending on his size versus Mika Zibanejad's size. He's a little, isn't he? I, I don't think, think Mika is. Please don't say that to me. <laughs> I don't, don't tell me a hockey player like, is little. That's I have no <laughs> concept of it because I can only um, picture him standing next to Matt Zuccarello, who is legit mm, small. Yeah, um, he's some Matt. And, um, but it's like, so if, if Tom Wilson executed that hit against someone like Nathan Walker's size, someone Nathan Walker's size is more likely to get hurt, right? Yeah. But if Tom Wilson executes that against someone Tom Wilson sized, yeah. Jamie like, Jeff. Mika's advantage is 6'2". Thank you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I didn't I'm think Mika was small. I'm he just like, like really soft looking facial hair right now, right? Like kind of long. He's very like he mm-hmm. he, yeah. okay. he Mika like Mika better. and Mika's highlights. Yeah. Mika bleaches his hair. It's it's dumb. I don't know that I've seen him that often without like helmet on. Besides mm-hmm. seeing his face with his very Don't look at me. I know I have a type. I know I have a type, Amy. Don't look at me. <laughs> yes, I have a boner for Mika's a banner jad. Stop looking at me. Or is it people with highlights? Tall people no, with highlights? No, it's people, swarthy-looking people with dark facial hair, mm. preferably long hair to go with the dark facial hair, but not necessarily, i.e. Mojo, Jonas, um, Zuccarello, Mika, Matt Zuccarello. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brent Burns-ish. Brent Burns is definitely like, mm-hmm. um, girl, yeah, get on it. Jamie, Jamie Ben when he had his, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> he had, like evil twin. Go-tick. He was like Star Trek mirrorverse yep. Jamie Ben. <laughs> I'm into Jamie Ben, clean shaven, not clean shaven. We're into Jamie Ben. Yeah. Tyler Sagan is not not Who that type. Want me to talk about my theory about Jamie Ben lately? Fuck off. I told Melanie and Danya the other day that my next art commission is getting Jamie and Tyler drawn as Jay and Silent Bob for you. Right? Jason and Tyler Sagan are Jay and Silent Bob. So if everyone... Am I wrong? (gasps) I'm changing my shirt. I'm taking off this Holtby shirt because he's not playing tonight. And I'm putting on the Christian Juice (gasps) t-shirt. I I can't I don't have a Juice is Loose shirt. No, the Juice is Loose? Juice and... Oh, shit! Juice and Jensen! <gasps> oh my god, right, 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 right. Wait, literally. I literally... I <laughs> <laughs> Every, like, this is audio. 
Y'all can't see everybody holding their arms out because they've got goosebumps. Yeah. Chat you and This has been the best like moment ever. Oh my god, look at that. Yeah, look at mine. Let's take some video here, ladies. I don't know if you can Everybody's like fucking screaming. Like, you can kind of see. Oh my god. I will change shirts. Think I won't. I haven't got to wear my juice shirt yet. Yeah. Dang, I should have Damn. Oh, everything is coming up Millhouse, y'all. Yeah. I, don't I even hope. know what we were talking about before that. I don't. Oh, Jay, and her tight. Jay and yeah. Silent. Um, okay. Jay and Silent Bob. Jay and Silent Bob. Oh my god. So the last What's the Message, Gary, was Jack Eichel's hit on Carl Soderbergh, yeah. which he did get suspended for. But, games, yes. Right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Eichel got two games. Um, But the there was a retaliatory hit from Zadarov on Eichel. And here's the thing. It was a clean hit. Zadarov is an asshole and like did some roughing on Eichel in the wake of the hit that I think some people wanted to, him to be penalized for, but it wouldn't have been more than a roughing call. No, that's true because this is hockey. But I was actually- You know what we might've left out of that list? Hmm. Mr. Voracek. Mr. Voracek. Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah, we left Voracek off. Voracek got... tried to appeal. So Voracek... I don't know the story. Fires. Or I mean, or I know yeah. the obvious, but I don't know Voracek. Or... Jacob Voracek pulled up and let Zach Boychuk he run into the... counter hit. Yeah. Run into his back. Zach Boychuk's face slammed into what Melanie would call his soft buddy, which <laughs> is his nameplate. <laughs> Sometimes I'm Melanie gets because Melanie was drunk. <laughs> three three glasses of champagne in, and Melanie's like, "Why is it called a nameplate? That doesn't make any sense. It should be called a soft buddy." Wow, <laughs> it's not particularly soft. It yeah. looks softer than the rest of. Why it are you I'm asking questions? I'm it's a soft buddy now. Yeah, I mean, like I agree that is its name moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, (laughs) Boychuk slams his face into Voracek's back because Voracek knows Boychuk's there and pulls up. Voracek gets two game suspension for this. And I think it's bullshit because... I didn't think the suspension was warranted because it wasn't... He didn't check him. No, he he just stopped. Yeah, Yeah. he just stopped. (laughs) Like, that's, that's what he did. He was... With someone and running Steve into the and I, my cousin and I were talking and about And somebody this compared it. There's a Brendan Lemieux hit that someone compared it to. But Lemieux is, A, not taking the hit in his back and kind of has his elbow up. So, like, is this the one you want to compare it to? Like, do you want to bring Brendan Lemieux up at all, really? Because he's well, racist. for Jake Forcheck, mm. who actually took a two-game suspension to appeal. Yeah. yeah. Forcheck appealed it. He lost ever- the appeal, which yeah. is kind of bullshit. But, I mean, he did it. it. Yeah. And I think because it's less than five, he can't go to a neutral arbitrator. Correct. There would be be no point. Yeah. Or he maybe gets some salary back, but it would be past the point of... Yeah, it wouldn't be worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so he couldn't go to a neutral arbitrator. But, yeah, I didn't think that one was warranted. Um, But I was hoping, and here's the thing... I was hoping that with the Eichel and the McDavid suspensions that we would start to see like a little bit of a turn in that no one is safe no matter how big your name is. But now it's just even more muddled than before because now I'm just like, what 
I don't understand. Everything is meaningless. Yeah, like, I don't understand. Put me in. Put me in charge now. of the Department of Player Safety. I will be much better than whoever's in charge of it now. George Perrix. He's well, terrible. And you know, to all the points we've made before about the the thresholds and the injured or injured or not and the yeah. whatever. All any fan wants out of any of this, and frankly, all any player probably wants out of this, is some consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Understanding where the line is, what you can and cannot do, and having it applied to everyone, everyone league-wide, whether you yeah. are a Sidney Crosby or whether you are... Tom uh, Wilson. Yeah, or Tom Wilson, yeah. Because that's guess. the whole like reason... Gary Oldman, everyone. Yeah. And that's everyone. the whole reason we called, we said, what's the message, Gary? Because that came from him saying that he wanted Tom Wilson to get the message. But how is Tom supposed to know what the message is? When it's when, not... I mean, we don't... I Look, I'm smarter than Tom Wilson. Fact. <laughs> There's no fucking way I'm not smarter than Tom Wilson, guys. Sorry. Sorry, Tom. Um, (laughs) But, you know. I don't know what message he's supposed to get because everything Mm -hmm. is very unclear. And he is obviously held to a different standard than other players. So. Yeah, he's held to a higher standard and everyone should be held to that standard. But it's like goalie interference now. It's like, who knows? And or offsides. Oh my god, uh, the off the offsides rule can suck a dick. Like that's a terrible rule in its implementation, but there's a like you can determine what happens. Like there's review. the The rule itself is clear. Like goalie interference again, you you have no idea it happens. And also, there's three different types of goalie interference, yeah. so they need to be a little bit uh, more creative in the naming mm-hmm. of their rules. So, like. Why is goalie interference hitting the goalie, but also if the goalie hits you? <laughs> Clearly, you need to rename the goalie hitting you after Jonathan Quick, right? Is it Quick interference? <laughs> the, the Quick rule. Wasn't there another goalie who threw his stick during a penalty shot and it counted? But it was during a shootout. Yes, yes, it was. It Adobe. was... Yes. Or no, um, a, no, 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 no. That was one that was um, against Patterson, right? Was it against Patterson? I don't remember. Patterson had the really pretty one. Yeah, was, yeah, a really pretty goalies? Hmm? No, 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 no. no. So they got... There was a penalty shot, and the goalie threw their stick to stop the penalty shot, and it wasn't called. I think it was Chudobin was the goalie, I want to say. Tabby. That sounds about right. So cute and troll-like. I love him. <laughs> I just love that now when you go to the Dallas Stars Twitter, it's just him sitting on the between the benches going... while Jamie Benn and Jack Eichel are just screaming at each other (laughs) I think it's Jack Eichel maybe Jeff Skinner (laughs) I would not be shocked if it was Jeff Skinner trying to start shit (laughs) Um, if I were Jeff Skinner I would maybe pick someone smaller to start shit with than Jamie Uh, Benn no Jeff Skinner has no sense of self preservation and I love him for it (laughs) that would be Jamie Benn would squash Jeff Skinner like a bug Uh, he's so big that's part of the appeal Mm -hmm. not thinking anyway uh, low lights Uh, Caps versus Penguins two minutes doom the Caps Thank you, Yevgeny Kuznetsov. Yeah, it was literally the game was lost in two minutes. If they'd have... <laughs> Don't put that on all of them. It was literally a koozie. Mm, pretty much. <sighs> but 
I didn't hate the way they played otherwise. You yeah, know, it was a great game. They were super good. Fucking cool. Well, I like Peter's tweet about it. Imagine if you had a job where you did badly and you were told you did badly and then said, okay, I'm going to go do badly in the other direction now. Hmm. Um, then there was the Devils versus Calgary, which was so bad. Even Mackenzie Blackwood's water bottle betrayed him. Well, that was the big nine. Was it nine? It was nine to two, nine to one. Yeah, it was bad. It was very, very And the one where Mackenzie Blackwood went to take a drink out of his water bottle and the top just popped off and Gatorade went all over his face. That night was like that. Oh, God. And finally, the worst low light of all. The Bruins had one goddamn job. Yeah. Well, they had two. They had two jobs. The first job was don't let JoJo get hurt anymore, which they've already failed. And the other was don't let Columbus win, which they also failed. So what the fuck good are the Bruins right now? <laughs> I don't know. About as good as the Leafs are right now. I mean, those two and three spots in the Atlantic might get interesting in the next few games if they both teams keep on doing what they're doing. Yeah, the Leafs fucking suck right now. The Leafs yeah. are Although I do have to say, after I wrote this bullet, uh, the Bruins did beat Columbus in a shootout. No, in overtime on St. Patrick's Day mm-hmm. with Connor McGregor in the building and Brad Marchand did the, like, strut oh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> Not to say anything, you know, praising about Brad Marchand. He's but... still a little red. McGregor is the one with bad history. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, we, like, the fact that he was so universally praised and popular for showing in up in Boston does not surprise me. Yeah, well, no, I mean, by the league, too, like, doing the puck job, like, come on, people. Yeah, no, we don't love, uh, like, I'm not happy that JoJo posed with him, but I'm happy that JoJo was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he He's was alive. there. <laughs> He's alive. He's present. Yeah, we're not going to get into my Conor McGregor feelings because we will be here a long ass time. Can we record a special episode and have Lindsay come in and talk about Conor McGregor? Yeah, because she'd probably articulate a lot of why I don't Actual Irish person Lindsay. Yeah, yeah, for everything about him, I just cannot with his face. I just don't (laughs) want to look at him. I don't want to see him attached to, like, anything. I don't get it. I just don't. I mean, I'm not, I don't give a fuck about MMA anyway. Or boxing or whatever um, the fuck sport he does. It's yeah. MMA, but, um... Because it just yeah. looks like they're trying to grope each other. I don't get it. I mean, like, that part, I'm okay with. <laughs> yeah, but, like, it's not, like, a sexy thing. It's, like, we're, like, aggressively trying to grab each other's dicks. Like, again, I don't have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Do you watch water polo when it's on the Olympics? No, should I? Yes. Okay, good to know. <laughs> it's just a, I find the athleticism um, and choreography of it interesting. <laughs> All I'm saying is that sometimes you're watching water polo and they'll switch to the underwater shot and it looks like in, when they aren't trying to grab the ball, they're trying to pull each other's testicles off for no particular reason other than they're trying to get the ball. It's very interesting. Um, highlights. James Van Ringsdyke. Scores with 18 seconds remaining to send the Flyers and Pens game to overtime. And we scared the bejesus out No, that was not the one. That was not the one. It was the other one. No. So my dog was pissed because Zanya and I started screaming. Yeah, we we scared the bejesus out of him on the tying goal because he then sat the rest of the game the other side of the couch behind Melanie. Henry was upset. He was upset. And then Couturier... (laughs) 
scored with 3.5 seconds left in overtime to win the game. I don't like that they call him Coots. 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 I love it. I think I it's know. cute. It's just it's a weird word to me. Basically, it like a euphemism. Yes. Yeah. Um, the uh, do you have the statement, the Namita statement that she did? The oh my god, pull up. Um, oh, that she couldn't own the flyer uh, or own, own the, the penguins, penguins harder than they owned themselves. Yeah, it's beautiful. beautiful. So and apparently, it forced them to get rid of their freaking outdoor game birds. Didn't they get rid of their light blue because Crosby got? concussions twice while wearing that light blue yeah so that jersey is actually really popular with pens fans but i know this because uh, you had to get one for your boyfriend for christmas ask me how i know that because i had to get it shipped to you and you had to ship it on to me (laughs) it's really funny because when i went to to ship it the guy was like oh how much did this cost and uh because i had to put it on the customs form yeah and i was like he goes oh hockey jerseys are really expensive and i'm like yeah Mm mm-hmm but that was also a really good deal. But the um, part was going to make, yes, they're really superstitious about the fact that it's uh, Crosby with that one, the blue one. So I spent about a month and a half, almost two months, I think, trying to find a powder blue Penguins jersey that did not have Sidney Crosby's name on the back of it. I had to get, I, like, I spent so long trying to find just the Beginning Malkin one. I was going to say, I have no idea whose name was on the back of it. It was Malkin. I didn't really look. I was just trying to shove it yeah, in the box. Yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, I basically, the second I got it, I'm like, I left it in, like, the clear plastic wrapping. Yeah, and the only ones I've ever seen on people, I think, have been Crosby. I don't think I've ever seen one in It in took me the wild. forever to find a Malkin one. But, yeah, it was basically put straight into another bag so that I didn't have to touch it. <laughs> That's kind of how I felt about it. Yeah. Yeah, don't date a Pans fan, guys. (laughs) It makes your life extremely difficult. But, yeah, basically that entire result, the Pens flyers game, like, just the personification of my dick is hard. (laughs) Like, holy crap. Then when, well, when Couturier won it, we also started screaming, Henry was so mad. He was pups. Nobody (laughs) has ever been angrier than my poor pug when having to watch hockey with people. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Lindsay's cat might come under that category as well. We have... So there's like a little rug in Lindsay's house that's like right in front of the TV. And Suki, her cat, loves that rug and loves lying on that rug. And she will sometimes do that when we're watching Caps games. And there have been multiple occasions where the Caps have scored and Lindsay and I have lost our shit. And Suki has literally jumped a foot in the air and then run away. So <laughs> Henry, anytime I scream at a hockey game, he jumps down off the couch and he looks up at me just betrayed. And yeah. I'm like, you think that after like years of this, you would be used to it. But no, <laughs> no. No. My dog is very chill. He's only upset when I'm, like, doing Russian machine things and have my laptop in my lap the whole game because that's his spot, but that's his only gripe with hockey. That's a that's a fad gripe, I would say. Mm-hmm. I miss him very much. I miss my dog right now. Anyway. Because he's not with her. Right now. Oh, you didn't, like, pass away. That's yeah, I'm like, like please clarify. <laughs> we've only we've been apart for two days. That's, that's the tragedy that happened. He's in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. We're in D.C. Yeah. 
he's fine. Yeah. It's like well, he's lonely without me, but he's fine, I guess, other than that. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. It's okay. Olympic rules in this shootout, boys. Order of shooters is me, 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 and then me again. I'm fucking TJ Yoshi. Stylites time. <gasps> it is Stylites time. So, please tell me you've got the correct Thylight right at the top of the Thylight. What's the correct Thylight? The correct Thylight is the fact that the caps were in Florida. This oh, that's week. true. Mm-hmm. Michael Kempney. <laughs> Michael Kempney's thighs were on the internet. Yeah. Michael Kempney's thighs, Chandler Stevenson's tits. Yep. I just love that that is the angle and positioning from which he chose to take that photo. <laughs> Is the top of his thigh. He like, knows. was he uh, pressing Thighs out, thighs like, out. He yeah. knows what we want to see. He does. Like, He's a man of the people. He made the choice to, like, rest that on his hip oh, to take the he photo. knew. He's probably mm-hmm. seen us all talking about his thighs. He's not dumb. He wants to boost your, your sticker sales. <laughs> yeah. Thigh likes facts for everyone. Yeah. So, um, let's tell a story. So, Amy has been reluctant to accept Carl Hagelin into her heart. Until. Until. Here's the story of how Amy fell in love with Carl Hagelin. <laughs> I feel like at this point I also need to go, just for my specifically, we know it's Hagelin. <laughs> we know. It is? Yeah. No. No, we didn't. We no, did you not? Know that? Yeah, no. okay. Um, Hagelin? So, Hagelin, yeah. Hagelin? Never gonna remember Thank that. Thank you for letting me know. Yeah. But everyone will say Haglin, and it drives her crazy. But yeah, mm. Hagley. Carry on. Love you, Mai. <laughs> Sorry, Mai. So, um, Flyers game. Not this past week, but the week before. Amy's over here. We're watching. You can uh, go back to our live stream if you're a Patreon, and you can see the moment Amy falls in love <laughs> with Carl Hag- Hagelin. And, uh... It involved a hair flip, did it not? Oh, yeah, it did. So, um... Yeah. yeah. Hot Carl gets a little scrap. Stop calling that! <laughs> gets a little scrap on the ice. And, uh, you know. He lost his helmet. Yeah, he did. And I was like, oh, look at the hair. Hot Carl's got good hair. And then and then he flipped it. And then he goes over to the bench. He did the Holtby. No, no, hold on. Well, sort of. Okay, so he goes over to the bench and he's sitting on the bench. And, and it's me. His head down. Me and Amy and Melanie are all. And, we're, and, we're, and Amy and I are like, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> And we're like leaning toward the TV. I was like, we need a hair flip. Do we it. Need a hair flip. We need do a hair it. Flip. And then he goes, ah, and flips his hair back. And Woo! <laughs> and in that moment, Amy yeah. was done. And then he scored that very, very sexual goal. True. Mm. Against. Uh, so yeah, he's not my side piece. I mean, I still have my boyfriend. My boyfriend ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Okay. Carl's Amy's decided it's easier piece. to have her side piece on the same team, but I still think she probably wouldn't kick Tyler out of bed. Tyler. No, I wouldn't say him. Okay. Can I say I have to like apologize because I did a post about reasons Caps fans should be happy about Carl Hagelin. I did not have his hair as an item oh, in me. this post, and like I don't know if. I just thought it was so obvious that it, Did I, you like I, have a brain fart? I may I think I should get an MRI done. <laughs> <laughs> it's good hair. It is yeah, good, good hair. Like I did a similar post about Nick Dowd though and I didn't include his cheekbones in it. So like 
I don't know what's going on. You're falling I, down on the job, right? I really yeah, am. Like, it, has, it, it really is the hair that kind of sucked me into my original boyfriend, too. You probably would have loved that already when if I put he that He had, like, clothes. the shoulder length, all one length hair. Do we remember that on Brave mm-hmm. and Yeah, we do. Yeah, where the, and where the hair flips and the, and the water bottle were even more dramatic. Yeah. There have been some pretty Were you here the other night when someone sent me this picture of the uh, post-fight... Marcus Johansson, his only fight, which was apparently against Jeff Skinner. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was. I remember this. Oh, God, mm. Julie. I'm keeping your phone now. I love that it was a good been done with that photograph. So I love that, like, most fights that we've been talking about today is like, and it also involved Jeff Skinner. It's like, oh, my. <laughs> Well, I think our, our, our new cat's acquisition looks a lot like your boy Jeff, but I could be wrong. The, um... The uh, Sni- uh, Sni- Sni- Snidely Whiplash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will, I I'm will not giving it up. Project. Every single joke I make okay, is going to involve on. Snidely Whiplash now. Hold on, please. I took a screenshot of him for you. Yeah, please I do. Please don't put that right behind my computer. I will I 100% knock it off. Um, I, put him in the slack the other I need to put, yeah, I've just put down my mug of coffee because I don't trust myself. <laughs> If he looks like, oh my god, does he not? Just a little, yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, that wasn't. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. God damn it! But he's from around here. I yeah, know. He's from Tyson. Herndon. Herndon. Yeah, and actually. I saw a couple of people being like, he's not that good, but if you take his numbers against the the rest of the, like, the NCAA, he's good. You have to look at it in the context of, like, where he's playing. Like, 20 teams wanted him for a reason. Yeah. People don't think. Yeah. But he, like, his underlying numbers are actually pretty good. And, yeah. What do you know? Oh my god! He oh does my look, god! Oh my god! He does look like Jeff Skinner. Wow! I'm doomed. Yeah, I'm doomed. Did I send that to you to tweet? I'm done. Oh no! Say so, yeah. Send it to me, and I'll. Um, so once this goes up, we'll uh, we'll go so, that up with it. So I have a new Sni- oh. Snidely Whiplash. How old is he? Please, someone tell He's me. He's twenty three. God. <laughs> I do remember seeing that yesterday. <laughs> I mean, he's almost graduated college, so yeah. old enough. Yeah, I'm like, oh God, please, someone tell me just how old. My other, Tanya, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you who cannot see, which is all of you who are not in this room, Tanya is clutching her chest. <laughs> like, oh my I think God, she might be slightly beside herself. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I have a new Caps boyfriend, I guess, because he looks a little bit like Jeff Scott. He'll be a bear for a while. He will, but that's also okay. We love the bears. He's in in the organization. And I also am very, very fond of the Hershey Bears. My other thing in the Thylites is I posted this on Twitter because it's a very serious question that I want to know people's opinions on. Um, What's Sidney Crosby like in bed? (sighs) I will never know because he won't be allowed in mine. Like, <laughs> full stop. Like, I don't. I there was one response. With... There was one response that Julie had to this that is basically my feelings, which is either it's, it's like it's either 
really like militaristic sort of like standard missionary position like get the job done or he's really attentive and oh, like this was oh from um from yeah it's my take is absolutely that he's either very good and attentive and thorough because he wants to be the best or he almost exclusively fucks missionary with the lights off in the most clinical way imaginable yeah and yeah. there's no in between it's one or the other to which I responded, feels good, feels right, and also he keeps his tall socks and Crocs on. Oh. <laughs> and this, this person, this person responded, fucking in mi- white mid-caps is Sidney Crosby's exact sexual energy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, will, I don't know if you've ever heard this story, but one time I was at Capital One Arena and we are playing the pens. And I yelled, Sidney Crosby has sex with his Crocs on. Just yelled it. Because, you know, Amy always has a alternative chirps that she likes to yell. Yes. And, um... And I'm going to use Melanie's from the other... Oh, my... Yeah, episode. well, we'll we'll get to that. We'll, 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 we'll reveal our newest one in a moment. Um, so I yell, Sidney Crosby has sex with his Crocs on. And this dude in a Penn's jersey and a hat turns and looks at me. And he just goes... He just gives me the head nod of agreement. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. Yeah. Even Pins fans know. <laughs> I There's a video, and I've gifted the moment. It's a slow pan up, and it starts with, like, you can touch the locker room, guy wearing Crocs, guy wearing, like, you know, mid-calf white socks. And then it keeps going, and it's baby Nicholas Backstrom. He's got the lower body of Sidney Crosby. Have oh my god, I like hate myself right now. <laughs> Nick Backstrom definitely takes his socks and crocs off to have sex. As I a hope. rookie though? We're not talking we're talking about present day players. Present day of course like yes. I doubt anyway. In the event that Nicholas Backstrom is not a never nude. <laughs> <laughs> Which I am not sure is not a thing. Whereas like Ovi is an always semi nude. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else responded to this. Hold on, let me see if I can find this response. Alex's response to that was the one that I agreed with was that he would, he would constantly need Sydney. That is, would constantly need um, uh, uh, affirma- oh. positive affirmation oh, yeah. or something along those lines. Like he, he'd need direction and affirmation <laughs> throughout. Yeah. Affirmation dependent and possibly a little selfish. That was from Kate. Hmm. Um. I don't know, like, maybe he would be very coachable. <laughs> continue on that. I mean, according yeah. to you can tell him where man. the clit is, and he will remember. <laughs> unless, unless he, like, disagrees with his coach, which, like, he's Cindy Crosby, so if they're gonna, mm. if there's a problem. Yeah, that's true. I, so I, I feel like all of those takes are good and valid, and the only alternative that I have to offer is that he's still, like, a 14-year-old who's feeling a girl up for the first time. And doesn't ever get past that kind of like awkward. You don't really talk to each other about it or get direction. You sort of like get through it because that's what you're gonna do, and you just fumble. I feel like that. <laughs> what I said to Kate after the affirmation dependent and possibly a little selfish was, "He's so superstitious. It's probably always missionary during hockey season. So I hope you enjoy that reverse cowgirl for his birthday." <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, someone, because this got retweeted uh, by people with more followers than me, says, I'm pretty sure Ovechkin cries during sex. And I said, 
Obi's going to blow your back out and you're going to beg for more. Let's yeah. be real about life. Yeah, no. Obi also, uh, according to a local radio DJ who used to have to drive past Obi's house to go to uh, when he lived in a different area and Obi didn't have any curtains, apparently pretty kinky. <laughs> <laughs> Were there swings? I don't. No, no, no. It was. It was porn. It was oh. porn. Like the porn. He was. He. Obi oh. would be watching porn, and he didn't have any curtains. But the porn was apparently pretty kinky. Okay. So maybe we need to revisit the Obi crying during sex thing. Sorry, I feel like maybe oh. they're good sex tears. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if they're good sex tears coming there. It's they're from Nastia. Well, it can be a mutual thing. Also, you think there's she, nothing wrong with oh, like, Nastia knows what no. she wants. Now I'm imagining. No. <laughs> no oh, nope. We're going to a place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it involves her and leather, boys and girls. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, he's so gay. <laughs> yep. Right? I tweet. Like, she was, there was one time she was, like, in this beautiful gown. I think she might have been visibly pregnant at the time. Oh, is it the red, red one? one? <laughs> <laughs> God, I oh my God. It and I was just like, hi. Gay. hi, we're gay. Yeah. Yep. That red dress. From his cup party? Yeah. Yep. Like, if you can oh, look at that and not be like, oh, the, and remember that red dress for the rest of your life, then you know which end of the Kinsey scale you're on and like, you're, you know. Yeah. That and that being dress. said, who's your hockey boyfriend? Because we ask oh, everyone when they come on. Donya, Donya has, now, has answered. To, it doesn't have to necessarily be a sexual attraction. It could be a great respect. It could be a, a, a you know. And what, we told, a what we told what we told is who would you want to take home to your mom? Oh gosh, I, I like, you can just you can just say Colton Perego if you want. God. He he he's so tall. You know. What I mean? <laughs> No, I um, brought my girlfriend to a blues game, and there's a moment, like, I was recording something on video, and you can hear her, her voice going, wow, he is noticeably taller than everyone else. And I was like, thank you, I feel very validated. Um, <laughs> you would be like Julie, get caught on television, looking at Miles Wood skate by going, he's hot. Yeah, <laughs> there is actual national television evidence that she There's a gift. Hockey Cot made me a gift. That's yeah. beautiful. Hockey Cot is a lovely person. Um... But no, he's not the not the boyfriend I would bring home to my parents. They would be confused why I brought such a nice white bread boy home. Uh, not that <laughs> not that I would bring a boy home, but that I would bring such a nice white bread boy home. Um, and this is okay. Gosh, there's a lot to think about right now. We really put you on the spot here. And I ma- I made a mental note after like Brennan think about this. Can you come back to me? Yeah, Danya, who's your hockey boyfriend? Oh, You've done this before. Yeah. It's Jeff Skinner. Yeah. I would take Jeff Skinner. Hi, Brennan. My parents. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Cindy Crosby sleeps with. Oh, okay. Uh, we forgot our, our, okay. So Amy's new, Amy's got a new, um. you got to say the first part. Amy's got a new, uh, alternative chirp. So Amy has yelled things like, what was it? Uh, Sydney Crosby wears footy Mark, pajamas. Sydney Crosby wears footy pajamas. Um, Mark Andre Fleury failed French. Um, Matt Murray is a Flyers fan. Um, so the new one is 
courtesy of Melanie, who, apropos of nothing, we were sitting here one (laughs) night and uh, watching the Flyers game, and Amy goes, Sidney Crosby sleeps with a nightlight. And And Melanie Melanie goes, it's not, he's not afraid of the dark, it's what's in the dark that scares him. (laughs) Amy almost died. (laughs) Yeah. Um, My favorite, my favorite one of those, though, when I was telling Steve about this over at the Flyers game, um, I actually, when I I yelled, and when Murray was on my end of the rink, I yelled during a very quiet moment, Matt Murray's a Philadelphia Flyers fan! And like a woman's voice a couple rows behind me, I heard go, somebody's going to come down here and hit her. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever gotten like hit during a hobby? The I've worst never gotten thing. the beer spilled on. Now I'm gonna yes. cross all my fingers and all oh, that. Um, so that's I've from IKEA. It might not be wood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right here. I'll do this. I'll that's do also this. from IKEA. It might not be wood. wood. That's actually wood. There we go. There we go. All everything in this room is from IKEA. I'm not. I've I've not been hit. I don't even think. I mean, I might have been looked at sideways, but fuck that. I definitely have had beers filled on me the game uh, by Penn's fans. <laughs> I can't remember what I somebody asked. And I'm usually in in enemy territory where yeah. I sit mm-hmm. because I sit where where the visitors shoot twice because I want to see Hope beat twice. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for that experience because I'm sitting with Amy for tomorrow's game. Mm-hmm. I need tickets. Well, you're gonna see a lot of action. I am like way too much of a grandma to watch more Tampa Caps games. Like I just clutch my pearls and am worried that somebody's gonna get hurt. And those games are entirely like that. So the uh, only game that I ever really get like that with is whenever the Caps and Pens play. There's like I'm just I just get so anxious. I'm like at the level I want to throw up most Caps and Pens games. Yeah, well, we're conditioned. Tampa is worse than Pens. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Hockey uh, boyfriend. boyfriend. So I may have a different answer later when, like, if I think about this more. So I'm just going to go with Caps. It's a tie. Because I feel like Ovi would be a good boyfriend for me because he's got that good extrovert energy. Plus, he likes a lot of physical contact. I think he'd be a good cuddler. Um, however, I feel like if Brayden and Brandy ever want a third. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, would, that would do it. Uh-huh. So you bring them both home. Yes. Yeah. And my parents would not be surprised by that. They would be less surprised by that than if I brought Colton Branco home. I love That's my parents. Yeah, that is a fair answer. I think... A mood. Yeah. A mood is, is pretty accurate. Just imagine, like, going to the pride parade with the two of them. Oh, my God. Why right? Why would you do that? She's so hot. I know she is. Brandy Holt. She's a hometown girl. Brandy Holt. I would, all these women, these yeah. beautiful women, these hockey players show up with. They're like they went to high school with them. Yeah. Brandy yeah. Holtby, I would bring home to my parents, and I wouldn't even care what they'd say. <laughs> <laughs> like, she is by so far the hottest wife. Hottest wife. Mm. Yeah. And that's even putting her above Barbara. Oh my. I love I love Brandy Holtby a lot. Nas just really pretty. Until she has to stand next to Varvara. She's the 
well, to, I'm sorry. I don't want to actually criticize somebody's looks on all of them. Can we all take of all, all of them, them yes. home? <laughs> we, yeah, can we take like all of the cab's partners home? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, listener questions from Karen. What would happen if Donald Trump and Don Cherry met? Nothing good. Would the universe implode? Would time stop? Would they start cackling and planning the destruction of the planet? If so, who would be the superhero that could stop them? Uh, okay, first of all, if they met, they'd probably do something stupid like go to a golf course and compare dick sizes with each other and play golf badly and ride around in carts and shit. Question, do two doms cancel each other out? <laughs> would be nice. <laughs> no, 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 no. When I say cancel each other out, if they if they come like, together like and they cancel each other out, like each other, basically, yes, yeah. Do they be, like <laughs> do they become yeah. do they do they combine like a megazord? I don't. I I don't know what a megazord is, but I don't either. I, neither of them. God. Have <laughs> a, um, a sense of humor at all. I I think. But both of them clash. think they do. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's true. Yeah, I don't think they would unite. I think they well, are I think both they'd have much more in common. Than are they, they are they, they too similar to be friends? They're yeah, they're yeah. too self-focused and need to be the most important, most correct, loudest man in the room. So they, they, they just like a black yeah, they would never <laughs> blow smoke up each other's ass. Right. So they, they just standing that. there on yeah. the golf course yeah. screaming at each other until they just start clawing each other's eyes out. Maybe spontaneously combust. Yeah, I feel one of them would quit before, like, the second hole. Does John Cherry even play golf? Oh, I'm sure he does. As an hockey. aged hockey player, he plays golf, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has I to. think he just lives in his hotel room and eats those gross sandwiches. Did y'all not read that? Oh, my, some article about him and, um, is it Don, just, Don McLean. Don McLean. About, like, their relationship through the years, and they, Don Cherry described the sandwich that he eats. <laughs> Because uh, of course he did. Oh, and it's okay. The title of the um, SB Nation piece is uh, Don Cherry's favorite quote unquote sandwich is a nauseating salmon concoction. Oh, oh no. no, that's enough to yeah. Yep. No. Do you want me to? Okay, if you have a sensitive stomach, plug your ears up for a moment. Here's Cherry describing it. It's the greatest thing in the world. Salmon, cheese, mayo. After a couple of days, the salmon soaks into the bread. And then Ron McLean continues Y'all should see Julie's face right now. McLean says, get your camera. He's, oh, so McLean says, it's more like a pudding than a sandwich. But it is delicious. No. 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 After a couple of days, the salmon soaks into the... No. Yeah. No, no. No. You're welcome, um, everyone. But like, what else would Don Cherry eat? I. That's the personification of him as a sandwich. Right. The salmon soaks Rance, into the bread. Rants and salmon soaking into the bread. <laughs> 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 you know what? I don't I like have salmon. Captured this moment. I don't like salmon anyway, and. <laughs> <laughs> That's never looked more like my dog. <laughs> and these are sandwiches that his wife makes for him. 
Oh God, love she her. She enables it. Maybe she's I cannot believe that him. someone's married to him. Like I he's can. So awful. He played hockey once. He found a hometown girl. She married him. She didn't know any better. <sighs> Just to give credit, an article by Steve Simmons with the original information published in Toronto Sun. Okay. It's a it's a good it's a good piece. It's a good look into it. I <clears> didn't <throat> think that. Cherry and McQueen got along that well because on the air. Oh God, no! They look like they well. Poor McQueen looks poor, like he wants yeah. to murder. Yeah. Cherry, like all the time. It's just how it feels. But apparently they are super tight. Yeah. Even sharing melted salmon sandwiches. <laughs> oh. Now that like I'm not the one reading it, it's grossing me out more. Yeah. <sighs> From my. Oh, are always good. The NHL has decided to name a new award slash trophy after you. What does it celebrate and who is the first recipient? Team or individual? Up to you. Oh, God. That's a really good question. I have thought about this. I know what bees would be. And it's the duct tape and a prayer trophy. <laughs> and it's going to the Jersey Devils. <laughs> Held together with duct tape and a prayer. Duct tape and a prayer. <laughs> Bees would be like something to do with the best hugs. Yep, it would. Yeah. And it would go to the Washington Capitals. Yeah. Yes, and I do think that the best hugger on the Washington Capitals is Tom Wilson. Currently, that's possible. Yeah. It used to be Jay Beagle. Uh, speaking for Washington Capitals, who have physically hugged my body. I, he is such a good hug. Like, and I only have done like the photo with him hug, right but mm. like his back <laughs> like like it surprises your arm when you like wrap it around him but he's also like good at like oh he's probably the best smelling hug oh if you've ever heard me and Lindsay have to go through that yeah mm-hmm. i the tom wilson picture that i got i did not get the full wilson half hug experience because he was holding his foster puppy that he brought in to meet the team. That's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. I fell asleep in my lap mm. for a little. So mine would probably be the tiniest feisty award. <laughs> <laughs> the Tanya Award yeah, for the smallest, smallest, meanest player in the NHL. Basically, yeah. That's Right mean. now, that's probably Jeff Skinner. Connect me. Oh God, yeah. It's TK. It's TK. So mine would be like the Punniest Prankster Award, and I'm not sure whether Mark Andre Fleury gets it because as as much as we don't like Mark Andre Fleury as like a player, um, as a person, yeah, yeah, as a person, I appreciate him because he's a little shit. I love him. Yeah, as a person, I, like he's got he's just puck, you know, his, from midsummer puck, not yeah. and puck, puck. Yeah, his yeah, his I think I think he wins. Pranks are good. Tiniest pranks. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Tiniest feisty. Darius <laughs> no, is the best. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like tape it a prayer. <laughs> tape it a prayer. Yeah, mine's the best hugger. Runner ups, the Dallas Stars. Mm. Yeah, they are pretty dead right now. Riding a distant third, the Boston Bruins. Which I didn't even know they were running on duct tape in a prayer until JoJo got traded up there and then I was like, holy shit. So many injuries this year. Yeah! Also, hi my, I love you. Yeah. You're lovely and, and wonderful. We do have one Patreon shout out this time. Um, shout out to Sam Rose, who's uh, 
little uh, thing I need to mail out. Uh, I'm a punk. I'm a punk. I'm a punk. Sorry. But thank you for subscribing. We really appreciate it. If you too would like to subscribe to our Patreon, that is at patreon.com slash patreon.com slash pucker up podcast next time well today we're going to new jersey uh tomorrow we're going to see the caps play the lightning thursday we might go to new jersey (laughs) friday we're going to see the caps play the wild so we got a lot going on well and early next week is when we get our koozie bobblehead right yeah. Our, our flappy bird bobblehead. He doesn't flap his arms. He bobbles his head. I know, but he's gonna. Mm-hmm. He's doing the bird. We're wearing our bunch of jerks shirts. I'm gonna bring my Weems jersey. We're wearing our Weems jerseys. Well, mine's not a Weems jersey, but. I said Weems. Yes, we Yes, Weems. Weems. Weems, captain of the Carolina Hurricanes, Justin Weems. <laughs> I'm so excited about that team and what they're doing. Yeah. I hope they make the playoffs. I hope they don't beat us, but I hope they I know, I hope we don't have to play them in the first round, but I hope they make the playoffs. I'm looking for a uh, uh, Boston Bruins and Washington Capitals Eastern Conference Final. Oh, God, that means we're going to have to just go up and down the frickin' East Coast, aren't we? Actually, we could drive it. We we could probably stay at my sister's and then just drive it. It's two hours from my sister's Boston. Oh, nice. Sweet. I'm in. Let's do it. Like, completely self-servingly. Uh, looking for a Caps Boston Bruins Eastern Conference Final because statistically speaking, the Caps do very well against Boston. Well, no, 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 that's not what I'm. I'm thinking. Um, my boyfriend. So the way things are now, we're looking at Leafs Bruins. Yeah. And the Leafs are gonna leave it. Are gonna leave it because the Leafs are who they are. <laughs> um, Tampa Bay is gonna play whoever they're gonna play. Tampa Bay, as the having already clinched the President's Trophy are statistically unlikely to make it past the second round. Correct. Hmm. It's a curse. It is a curse. Do you see so, the thing I tweeted from Wish, mm-hmm. too? It was... Hold on, I have to find it. But I'm not just saying it because I don't want the Caps to play Tampa Bay. No, it's just... It's a thing. Also, yeah. JoJo plays for Boston. Yeah. So don't think that this is not entirely about Marcus Johansson, because it is. <laughs> yeah. It always is. Yeah. Like, let's be real, people. It is. Yep. Please note that no Eastern, this is Greg Wachowski, please note that no Eastern Conference team has won the President's Trophy and Stanley Cup in the same season since the 1994 New York Rangers. Wow. It's a curse. <laughs> it is a curse. Remember? I, yeah, I want them to have the Caps experience of being that good and then flaming out in the playoffs. Every team should experience experience it. Especially when they get cocky about it. People to get hurt, but isn't that usually what happens to Tampa this time of year? Yeah. Like, I I want them to eventually find happiness, but I think you learn a lot. Not at our expense. Yeah, not at our expense. I think you learn a lot from failing without making huge mistakes. I think it's an important lesson. And the thing is, they're so stacked and they don't have the money to continue to be that stacked. So I feel like it's not this year. I think they have to lose some of that talent and actually face adversity. <laughs> what the fuck? Why do you get to have it easy? No, fuck you. Also, can I just say stacked? The first thing I think of is not skill in the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I'm like, really? The 
B needs to be stacked. on. B needs to co-host more often. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not everything is about sex. B. Jesus. I worked with truckers for a long time, guys. I worked with mechanics actually at a trucking company, which is even better, worse. <laughs> even better, worse. <laughs> like, which team is the most stacked? Is it the Capitals? As far yes. as their tits are concerned, yeah, yes. it's the Capitals. Mm. Mm. Tom Wilson stars. The stars are pretty hefty in the in the pectorals. Wow. Jamie Ben alone is carrying that team. Hefty pectorals would be a good episode title. <gasps> would that's the title of this? Uh, <laughs> note to self when you're editing this later. Hefty pectorals. Hefty pectorals with Danya and B. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I'm a serious writer. <laughs> with hug awards and hefty pectorals. This is, uh, sorry, you wanted serious? You are on the wrong, wrong podcast. <laughs> um, you can follow us on Twitter at Pucker Up Podcast. You can email us at Pucker Up Pod. And we have a website, PuckerUpHockey.com. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.